It's Spooky Saturday. Saturday is my favorite day of the week. You have toiled, suffered, struggled all week long, and now you're here to get the chills, thrills, and everything in between, from pop culture cryptids to history. I'm your local ghost host with the most, Devin Ray. Now, let's get spooky, shall we? It's Spooky Saturday! Woo! It's Spooky Saturday. It's Spooky Saturday. It's Spooky Saturday. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Hi, hey, hello. It's me, Devin Ray, ghost host with the most biggie of the chills and thrills every single Saturday. My nose is stopped up. Um, and I am joined, as always, by my puppet on a tricycle, Scott Keel. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Scott Keel? I'm good. You good? I'm good. You good? I'm good. Good. <laughs> Do you want to play a game? No. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah, we're in it. Welcome to another episode of New Releases in Horror and More, where we talk about socks. <laughs> Saw X. Could not have been put better. Um, <laughs> Here on this podcast, we talk about socks. Talking about socks. Tall socks, ankle socks. Wool socks, argyle socks, <laughs> ankle socks. Athletic socks. Break your ankle socks. Woo! Yeah, sorry. We went to go see Saw 10. Saw 10. If you don't know what happened, here's what you missed on Saw. No, just kidding. That episode came out on Wednesday. <laughs> you should definitely go listen and to if it. you've got two hours, if you're going for a nice <laughs> you should drive, do it. check it out. Go do it. I said mostly true information about the Saw franchise. It was impressive. There, Some of those movies I have not watched in three years. Yep. Some of them less time, some of them more time. <laughs> I, and you don't get to know what which is, is which. But if you know more about the Saw franchise than I do, then you already know which ones I haven't watched in a long time. Mm-hmm. So I apologize in advance uh, for any misinformation that I spread <laughs> about, about the, the Saw, Saw franchise. franchise. <laughs> um, but, okay, so here's the thing. With horror movies that me and Scott go to see together. Uh, new ones. Not the old ones that we rent on Amazon Prime for the Kitwaku. Uh, I usually take a bit of time before we are watching the movie actively mm-hmm. to tell Scott what I think is going to happen in the movie. And you're usually right. And I'm usually right. What did I say this time? I was right on some things and wrong on other things. Uh... So, the thing you were wrong on to kick it off is you said Adam would come back. I wanted Adam to be alive. You did. Very badly. <clears throat> There's still hope. Um, But then you said that this whole movie would be about his medical experience. In Mexico. In Mexico. Because in Saw, the final chapter... I don't know. No. no, the final chapter was about Book Guy. Saw six. Mm-hmm. When Slimy Boss Guy. Slimy Insurance Guy. Slimy Insurance Boss Guy. Uh, he John Kramer goes to his insurance company, like the head of the insurance company for mm-hmm. some reason, 
this universe is fucked up. Uh, you could just get to CEOs automatically. Doesn't matter. And he goes to him and he's like, I have an experimental treatment in Mexico. And uh, as I said in the recap about, I think an, an hour and 15 minutes in, um, <laughs> uh, that he he the slimy boss guy goes like no you cannot go get that treatment and if you do we will drop you from all of your coverage um so that's what this movie was about so this was his trip to mexico to get that treatment yeah which turned out to be a scam oh my god sorry if you don't know about new releases in horror more spoilers spoilers we're gonna spoil it for you we're going to spoil it for you. And we're spoiling it now. Spoiled. Spoiled. I done spoiled. So this movie happens in between the events of Saw 1 and Saw 2. And I have to give it to the Saw franchise. They don't like CGI de-age anybody. Nope. nope. <laughs> They're just like, bitch, we retcon all the time. We don't have time. You look how you look. You look how you look. Does it look different than how you looked 20 years ago? Sorry about it. Doesn't obviously ma- doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't matter doesn't one of the things before we start talking about socks um one of the things i neglected to mention that i think might blow your mind a little bit is mm-hmm. sauce six there do you remember when i was telling you in the recap the the first trap is a merchant of venice trap yes and that they were predatory lenders Yes, yes. Okay, so here's the thing about Saw 6. There was a reality competition TV show called Scream Queens. Okay. It was a reality competition TV show to compete for a role in Saw 6. Okay. And the woman who cut her arm off, that was like, what the fuck am I supposed to learn from this? was the woman that won that competition reality show. Okay. There were acting challenges. There were screaming challenges. And it was judged by Shawnee Smith, the woman who plays Amanda Young, and hosted by the woman who plays Amanda oh, Young. Oh, God. Okay. It was a whole reality show okay. around Saw. I'm listening. It was a cultural phenomenon. That's all. It's just it was insane. I, for- I can't believe I forgot to bring it up that there was a That's... whole reality TV show um, based around are we in, Saw movies. Are we in the darkest timeline? Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think the darkest timeline is the Saw universe itself. <laughs> so we might be like the second darkest timeline. Fair enough. Um, so that's just something I needed to bring yeah, up Yeah, please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I watched it a lot. I really... That was right when the... I think the, f- the last writer's strike mm. was when, you know, like everything went off the air and we got all of the reality TV shows because yeah. nobody could write anything. And the office season was really short. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. But anyway, we're talking about socks. I'm going to I'm gonna go on the record just out the gate real quick and I'm just going to say it for those of you who don't know this already. I hate these movies. Scott hates these movies. I hate these movies. I think that they represent so many things that are wrong with our culture well we were talking about it before we uh started recording and that like not even that it was right when they came out but the culture has changed so very much from when these movies began being made that it's 
almost unpalatable now. The idea of these movies it yeah. is not, I don't think it's a sustainable thing. I found it unpalatable when they first started releasing. And it's, it's, this is the first one that I've watched. Like I watched Spiral. Mm-hmm. Didn't love it at all. But it was more your thing because you do like cop movies. I like cop movies. And I think that's the only reason that I even got away with Spiral is because it was. It was copaganda. Yeah, it was it was Chris Rock being a detective <laughs> hunting down a serial killer, not a serial killer setting traps for people. And this movie was actually really good for like the first half. Like it felt like a real this is, movie. This is one of if not the best Saw movies. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to fucking lie. I don't like these movies either. Right. That despite me talking about it for two hours and having seen all of them in theaters, and I say it at the beginning of my, our recap episode, I don't like these movies. It's just I, a thing. It's just a thing I've always done. I thought they were stupid yep. the first time I went to go see the first one. Yep. This is no offense if you do like these movies, if for some reason, reason James Wan and Lee Winnell are listening to this, there's... You like what you like... I'm, proud of you guys for getting that out there that's crazy that you kevin smithed a horror franchise out really of nothing. did that's really fucking cool they're just not for me yeah. they've never been for me yeah i don't like them and yet somehow i can't escape the trap of the saw franchise yeah i just yeah i i there's so much like it's like the first half of the movie felt like normal movie and then the second half of the movie was these very, very intense traps that um, were... <laughs> what's, what's that moment in the office? This is not a proportionate this is response. not a proportionate response. And, I, and that's John Kramer's whole thing. Yeah. And you, you see it. Okay. So, like, okay. Basically, at this point in the timeline... Jill Tuck has left John Kramer because he's a murderer. Mm -hmm. Their baby has passed away, miscarried. John Kramer has come down with a terminal case of brain cancer. He's already seen Dr. Gordon. He's already had Zep mix up his files. He's already had the more guy from Jigsaw mix up his files. Mm -hmm. Um, And recruited three apprentices. Confirmed. Yeah. Three confirmed. Four. Four confirmed. Four confirmed. Dr. Gordon, Amanda, Detective Hoffman, and the guy from Jigsaw that I can't remember his fucking name. The morgue guy. He's the okay. morgue guy. You haven't seen Jigsaw. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He doesn't come back, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, well, he's he not in this. He hasn't come back yet, so it doesn't matter. Um, I also think there's going to be a sequel to this. Absolutely so. there is. Um, and it's at this point of his treatment where... They are losing hope, whatever. And like I said, he, he finds this experimental treatment with like Dr. Peterson, but it's spelled with a D. So it's not like Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's Peterson like pedo. Like, yeah. The Pedersen Project. Yeah. The, Pedersen. They're from, they're from Norway. Um, Pedersen. Uh, and he's in a support group. Where this guy, Henry, is talking about his stage four pancreatic cancer. Yeah. And 
and then he just happens to bump into Henry. Well, he goes to his last like oncology appointment after yeah. I guess Doctor Gordon is like, oh no, I can't help you. Dude. You fuck, son. Go see uh, someone else. Go get a second opinion. Yeah. And this is before he gets Lynn in Saw Three to do a successful surgery. Yeah. Um. And he basically gets told by this secondary oncologist. So I guess Doctor Lynn was like his third opinion. Doesn't yeah. Matter. But the um, second oncologist is like, "You're you, gonna die. You just just go ahead and accept the fact that you're gonna die and be be cool with that." And he's like. You're telling me I should die peacefully. Like, yes, John. That's yeah. what everyone is saying. So he's writing out his last will, conceivably writing in the little bit like, and to my ex-wife, I leave only a safe. Yeah. Um, And to be constantly leaked to me, the serial killer Jigsaw. And while he's in the middle of signing all this, which is, he doesn't have a notary around him. So no. it's, it's not like this is uh, it's not official binding anyway. or anything. Um. He sees Henry with the stage four pancreatic cancer, just getting some scones. And looking totally healthy. And he's like, oh, my God, Henry, you look great. And Henry's like, yeah, you look like shit, dude. Let me tell you about this. I want Dr. Peterson. I got this crazy ass scar up my entire torso. They cut into me for my and took out all my pancreatic cancer tissue and then gave me this crazy ass drug. And now I'm healed. And now I'm totally healed new lease on life and so don't i don't know how much i talked about this i know that i mentioned that john kramer owns a bunch of warehouses in this universe and this city and i have to say it was very jarring to see this universe through a not green filter yeah it was very, I was like, it was what very is, bright what is this movie? I said it to Scott many times while we were watching the movie. I was like, what is this movie? Because it was bright. It was clear. Yeah. It was like there was no film grain. It was a normal movie. It was a normal like, movie. There was there was one sequence that was a hallucination is the wrong word, but a premeditation of how he would kill someone. Oh, I guess we just skipped over that part. He saw this kid when he was in leaving the hospital. He saw this kid who was a janitor, a janitor that was cleaning out the taking out the trash in a patient who was clearly unconscious Mm -hmm. potentially in a coma or something bad accident of some kind Mm -hmm. and he was rifling through their drawers looking for valuables and was about to steal it and kramer has this vision vision of how what trap he would set up to fuck this kid up teach him a lesson yeah and then the the you know, decides to make his presence known and the kid puts everything back and leaves and he's like, good choice. <laughs> um, this trap is insane. I'm going to talk about the traps a second because there's only a few of them. Yeah. So like this hallucination trap, he like sees the guy who's incapacitated and he's got a fully broken hand. So what you do sometimes um, when you have a fully broken hand that way is you stabilize it with like a a kind of support system of wires and and splints and things like that to stabilize it in a in a way that it heals properly beyond what is achievable through a normal cast is trying to trying to avoid screws and um bars metal yes you just have these rings around all of your fingers and it keeps your hand 
perfectly still. Yeah. No matter what. No matter what. And so John Kramer sees this kid contemplating stealing this guy's wedding ring, watch, and going through his wallet. But he doesn't go through the wallet before he has this vision. And so he comes up with this trap on the fly, like in a split second where he's like, okay, so I'm going to put this kid's one kid, one hand in this thing that looks like the finger stabilization. And then I'm going to put vacuums on his eyeballs because he's a janitor, right? So like he's going to have to break and pull back every single one of his fingers using this little dial with his other hand in 60 seconds. That's how you know it wasn't a jigsaw trap because it was 60 seconds. Yeah. Um, and he's, yeah, he's using a dial, like an old TV chain, channel changing dial. Yeah, you turn it to one, breaks the first finger, turn it to two, breaks the second finger, and so on and so forth. In 60 seconds. In 60 seconds. And then in this vision, he doesn't do it. And gets his eyeballs. And gets up. his eyeballs sucked out, but it's not real. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. But outside of that, trap Mm -hmm. for the first hour of this movie it's a normal looking movie it's just an old dude who's like going to get his cancer cured and i i think is kind of brilliant because it's not until he realizes that it's a scam that it turns all yellow and gross yeah so it's like his madness and corruption gets fucking ignited is is represented visually through that color system and and palette yeah um, not to give it too much credit, but like that's pretty cool. It's smart. So he looks up on Google, and my here's the only thing that kind of stuck out to me is he has a Gmail account. I didn't think you could have a Gmail account in like 2002. I think it was only like SBC Global and AOL.com and Hotmail yeah, yeah. and Yahoo. Because Gmail, my first Gmail account, I got. In high school. In high school. In like, like 10th grade. Yeah. I'm aging. I'm totally dating myself Shh, right don't, now. You don't have to say when it was. But you have aged yourself on this before, but it's okay. Yeah. I also didn't have a Gmail until high school. And I that's how I know SBC Global. And Yeah, I remember I remember the days of... Netscape. Of, uh, I am. AIM. Yeah, I had, an, I had an AIM email address. What was your, what was your screen name on AIM? I'm not going to lie. I don't remember. Wow. It was probably Scott. You can't, it has to be more than Scott. It can't just be Scott. Probably like Scott Keel. I don't know. Asking to be fucking stolen, absconded with. Yeah. I. What a man answer. I, I, I just wasn't... I didn't know you were supposed to be creative with your name until I friended enough people to realize that people did weird shit with their names. And I was like, oh. Whoops. I might have changed it at that point, but I honestly don't remember. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> sorry. I don't have a more interesting answer for you guys. I'm sorry. I just don't. I think Scott doesn't like to reveal information about himself. No, I, I, genu- I, I genuinely don't remember. I think it's all a lie. Anyway, speaking of lies. So. <laughs> um, so John is on Windows 95 and he's on his dial-up internet and he's 
Googling with the best. I don't know how he watches these videos uh, with the internet speed that was achievable at the time, but it doesn't matter. He's an engineer. Maybe he sipped up his computer. It's bullshit. It just, so the movie can so happen. So the movie can happen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he does some research and he finds, what is her name? Cass, 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 what's her fucking name? Cecilia. Pe- Peterson's daughter? Cecilia Peterson. Yes. Cecilia Peterson. Yes. Daughter of the doctor who's come up with this thing. Yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. Who knows if he even had a daughter. Um, And he sends her an email with his medical records that he has on his computer. He's like, I got your info from... Henry Kessler. Henry. Wow. There it is. It's because it was written out. It's a photographic memory thing anyway henry kessler got your email and it was like one line it's like one line in an outlook email like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i'm just thinking about all the early 2000s things that included quote unquote email or uh text messages that were text messages like kelly Rowland using like excel like a spreadsheet as it looked like it anyway it doesn't yeah. matter um and she calls him like immediately the next day like he passes out and she's like and then wakes up to his phone ringing. oh hello john kramer i am cecilia peterson i can't do the right accent so i'll do this one instead um <laughs> i am a doctor and we got your medical records via your email and we have a program in three months that we'd like you come to come and do he doesn't say anything it's that exhausted like <sighs> and she's like you don't have three months do you <laughs> Well, actually, we have a special team in Mexico uh, that you could come uh, maybe a week from Friday. And he's like, yeah, I'm there. So, like, on top of having all the warehouses, going back to what I said, like, 10 minutes ago, John Kramer also has a fuck ton amount of money. Yep. uh, For some reason. At least 250K. At, At least. Well, he only paid half of it. So. 500K? No, no, no. The, I think 250k was the total that he was oh, going to okay. pay. So he paid 125,000. But he said the rest was coming. Yes, he said he was going to send the other, the half. other half. Um so he flies to Mexico and she's like, "Oh, we'll have a driver and we'll bring you to a special little uh And then they, the fucking driver takes him to this road where they get stopped by a van where some armed dudes get out and they're like, "What's your fucking name?" Uh and I'm just sort of sitting there like this dude is a geriatric with brain ca- terminal brain cancer. You're going to give him a fucking heart attack. Like, y- you don't know. Like it's before we knew it was a scam scam. Right. But even if it was a scam scam, like you're going to kill the guy before he can wire you the other half of the money. Like, yeah, you already got half. It's $125,000. I mean, I guess it's just it's a ballsy move to just pull guns and scream at a 70 year old man and they didn't they don't know who they are fucking with no like yes he is a geriatric they don't know that it's jigsaw but that's fucking he's already like laid on the ground for eight hours with a fucking tumor in his brain like this man let alone the shit that he's done who know? I don't know how many people. I genuinely do not know how many people Jigsaw killed 
or caused to die. Because he doesn't kill anybody. Um, before this movie. Before Saw 1. Yeah. Because at least, okay, if Jigsaw happened before Saw 1, that's four people. Minimum. Minimum. Four people. Then there's the guy in the razor wire. Then there's the guy with the candle. There. Yeah. The guy that Amanda kills. These yep. are like, the, it, how many people did John Kramer fucking kill in this hellscape? At least a dozen, if not dozens. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so, like, he's just like, and we we see this is why it's there in the movie is that he can come up with traps instantly. Yeah. He's like, oh, you stole a wedding ring. I'm gonna break all your fucking fingers and suck your eyeballs out with the vacuum. Yep. Like. He is insane. Yeah. Going back to the Scott's point about how like detestable he finds these movies. It's like there's a reason you're not supposed to think it's okay. You're not supposed to cheer for John Kramer. But they but that's the fucked up thing is the way that they've designed this movie. You are because they spend like an hour conning you into empathizing with his situation like I think people can be complicated, and I just don't think it's a level of media literacy that is accessible to the general no, but public. I'm, but like, it's not just like it's not just even that. It's that at the end of the movie, his whole relationship with the little kid with the soccer ball, like people can be many things, Scott. People can be more than one thing, Joel. Um, no, but it's it's I get that. But the movie seemed designed to make you empathize with John Kramer. I think that's by design. Let me. No, no, no. I know. I know it's by design. But like, let me let me elaborate. Okay. I think what is necessary. And while this is not a palatable or acceptable thing in the culture now, I do think having the concept of redeemable qualities and irredeemable people is very important for people to know right now in that like people can be multiple things 100 percent. you can't like yes john kramer is a piece of shit okay but even even john kramer can look at an innocent boy and help him yeah and i i fully support complicated characters don't get me wrong i'm not talking about characters i'm talking about people it's so easy to write people off now that's true. I'm just saying that it didn't feel like that. It did not feel like that was the intent to me. I I mean, I might be reaching. I might be. I, need, I might need to stretch before reaching so far. But <laughs> I do think if I'm seeing well into I'm being so optimistic with this. I, if I'm trying to see well intentions, good intentions, well intentions, well intentions. Well, I was going to say well intentioned statements, but yeah. I stopped talking. Yeah. So if I'm trying to see good intentions in it, is that there are redeemable qualities and even people that you think are irredeemable. Yeah. Except for Cecilia Peterson. Except um, Cecilia Peterson. So who gets she, off so fucking so light in this movie? John Kramer gets to this mansion in the Mexican countryside. Um, and we do have the the stupid uh, foreign country filter where it does turn slightly more yellow. Yellow when green. When he gets to Mexico. Yep. yep. Um, We're in a different country. Things are a different color. And he meets uh, <laughs> Gabriella, who is giving the whole game away, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. She's at, like, she looks really fucking nervous yeah. to be talking to John Kramer. Yeah. And 
he has a chat with Cecilia and they talk about his plan and he meets this guy. Oh my God. What's his fucking name? Sears. Parker. Parker Sears. Parker Sears. It's the one of the dumbest names. Parker Sears, who is is just recovering from his operation, and let me just tell you guys, this was the for me. Like I was like, this is either bad filmmaking or these are terrible criminals. Um, spoiler: they're terrible criminals. <laughs> um, the in the middle of this mansion, there's this very dark warehouse surprise everything is a warehouse and in the center of this dark warehouse is this very nice glass clean room that doesn't have a decontamination chamber and or a hand washing sink or a hand washing station and john in plain clothes street clothes that he's clearly been traveling in Mm -hmm. for days Mm -hmm. just walks into this room escorted by the doctors Mm -hmm. and shakes everyone's hand and no one's wearing gloves or masks and they got the 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 anesthesiologist says welcome to our clean room like he calls it Mm -hmm. a clean room talking to a man covered in germs and dirt and bacteria and shakes his hand yeah and there's a outpatient, or there's a patient that's just come out of surgery, quote unquote, less surgery. than a day ago, who's shaking everyone's hand, and I'm just like, this is wrong. It looks like a mix between the Westworld host test stations, yes, and joe's glass prisons that he builds in the tv show you like i don't know anything about that but yes but but you do (laughs) um my 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 little spooky ones um maybe you do i don't know (laughs) i like i like that stupid stalker tv show um it's like dexter but worse anyway so uh yeah i everything seems so nice and too good to be true and it is and i've watched nip tuck and i've watched a lot of of, somehow a lot of media where this happens but yet i i didn't get it immediately i did get that it was about mexico but i didn't get it immediately that it was a scam but i did say i did say before i said it was about mexico i was like somebody did something it's gonna be personal personal it's gonna be personal to john kramer yep um and it happened and it, and it happened um and you're right about everything except for adam and that, that is yet to be proven and that is yet to be proven it wasn't this movie but it might be the next one yeah um so they they're like we can get you into surgery tomorrow mm-hmm. and they they x-ray his head for no reason maybe and they take his blood and they take his blood and then they say they're gonna do some surgery and then they show this is and i knew it when they like i knew it knew it when they're showing him the live video feed of him his brain surgery and then they turn the screen they turn the screen dr cortez mateo not mateo not mateo the driver the driver who's the driver yeah but i can't remember his name oh i don't 
I'm also a little uncomfortable that the only people that really died in this movie are not uh, white. Not white. Um, but <laughs> yup. Mm, mm. Well, um, what's her name? The first girl to die was white. Valentina. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Valentina, the sex worker who died the most horrible way. It. They did her dirty. They so, did her dirty. Okay, so we're walking through. We're walking through. We're jumping all over the place. I want to. They did her some, dirty. So basically, they turn the thing away. John wakes up, and they're like, and Cecilia's like, everything went so well, um, and now you have to drink uh, these ten little vials, and you'll be okay. And uh, in seven days, you start your life again. Which I'm like, that's not enough time to heal from anything. That's not how anything been works. Red flag. It's not red, how anything works. Red flag. Jo- John, you have been in and out of hospitals for the past, like... You should know. You should know. You but should he was know. he was high on hope. And I think that's the most insidious thing is that, like, he's like, okay, I, they got everything. Everything looks good. They showed yep. him fake blood results, whatever, that basically was like, your cancer's gone. He's yeah. like, okay. Um and he goes, he like, he's just hanging out in Mexico. He goes uh, to a shop and buys the tequila that Gabriella shared with him. And he's like, I'm, I, I need a thing for a card. And he like triangulates the location of where he was based on the radio they, towers that he they saw. Blindfold, they, they, they bagged his head when they brought him there so that he wouldn't know where they were. But based on his cab ride, he triangulated the... Well, his, no, while he was sitting out talking to Cecilia... Oh, he saw he, the radio tower? He saw the radio tower. So he can estimate how far away it is. Yeah. And then, oh, okay, I got it. And then takes a cab to bring this bottle of tequila to Gabriella, who was very sweet with him. He also meets a little boy playing soccer and fixes his bike. Yep. He learns just just a word in Spanish. And, pull. Uh, uh, pull. And... um makes a friendship with a kid the kid is just like out there so look this is it has to do with the movie so i can't say it doesn't matter but like this kid before his surgery this kid is just like hitting his his bike wheel with a hammer trying to fix the spokes um and john's like i can't let's actually fix let's fix it he's like i'm gonna at the very least do a nice thing i'm gonna you know take a break from my murder thoughts and i'm gonna help this child yeah um and he does and he learns one word in spanish and therefore um they are best friends yep uh carlos carlos anyway he should have been named guillermo so he gets a cab he gets a cab to the to the place he finds it it's all it looks like it's been like an an assault team has gone in or like a bunch of robbers have gone in and ransacked the place and stolen everybody yeah but then he finds a dvd video something recording on the fancy monitor that was showing his surgery and realizes that it's a recording of a medical procedure and not a live feed and that it was all a scam scam. and he goes fully amnesian yeah. He, then the then the world turns yellow and green, and he calls his detective friend. He and calls he, Detective Hoffman. He says detective, but there's only one detective that we know of that works for uh, yeah. Jigsaw, and so he's like, "I need some help finding some." And friends. he rounds up everybody, everybody that was involved in this scam. He kills the driver first, 
in a pretty gnarly so, No, he doesn't kill the driver. Yeah, he He gets he, the driver. He gets the driver and he he tortures him first and he he gets information out of him to find the other people. Yep. Um and then this is when I was I was kind of confused and I was intrigued cuz I was like the trap that he put the driver in looked like I don't have my supplies, but this is the best I can do. He like duct tapes his hands. MacGyvered his He hell. like Edward Forty Hands. You know that fucking dream? Yes. He like Edward Forty Hands. With scalpels. With scalpels. And then attaches like threads to bombs. Like pipe bombs. Over the forearms. And I was like, oh, what is Jigsaw without his um, 30 warehouses that he has in whatever city he happens to live in? Yeah. I was like, oh, this will be interesting. Like. Ooh, what is this movie gonna be like? No, he he figures it out. This is only this is the only one that's like dollar store jigsaw trap. Yeah. Um, and he's like, okay, you have to cut the bombs like cancer out of your arms because also, yeah, the driver pretended to be the doctor, so he's like, yeah. you want to cut cancer out? Cut these bombs off your arms. Yeah. And he he, he does. does. He cut. He cuts the. He pulls the last bomb off with his, with his teeth. teeth. It's brutal. And I thought for a second, I was like, oh, what if they aren't real bombs? Yeah. Like, because I was like, John's pissed. I'm pissed for John. I think that's preying on people's ho- like. Yeah. So if that dude cut those things off of his wrists and then chucked them and then they didn't go off. Mm-hmm. Who? I think but they did. They did. They went boom. They went boom. And he was uh somehow still alive. Yeah, he was OK. He 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 sliced bombs by ripping through muscle and tissue. Mm hmm on the tops of his forearms. Mm-hmm. I just... Ugh. And he did it. And, and then, I don't know how he didn't go into shock. I don't know how he didn't bleed out. People... Okay, we've said this. We, I said this to you in the car. Yeah. People don't go into shock or pass out from pain in this universe. Don't make no sense. That they don't do it. They... It's... I... That... I feel like he would have gotten about halfway through getting the first bomb off his forearm... And he would have gone out for at least 10 to 30 seconds. Just lights out for a bit. Yeah, probably, but he didn't. But he didn't. So John basically brings over a little first aid kit and he's like, You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Um, <laughs> and then, so then we're in let's, the trap proper. Well, after we we have pig face, pig face capturing people. Yep. Uh, like we go to a vet. Where Mateo works, who yep. is the quote unquote anesthesiologist? We get, um, we get Gabriella from the club bathroom where she's doing drugs, and Valentina, Valentina picking up dudes, who is a sex worker. Yeah, um, and almost gets sexually assaulted, and that's a little that's yeah. a little much triggering wise and unnecessary uh, and unnecessary. But she almost she almost gets assaulted, but then the window gets. Broken. broken out and she gets taken by a pig, pig mask face. pig face mask and then they take dr peterson daughter just straight out of her glass house home what did i say scott <laughs> we shouldn't people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stuff that's what i said and i really hoped i really hoped somebody would have said it but they didn't um maybe he'll say it in the next he won't one say it. the time was in this movie but he the didn't say it passed. The time has passed and then we go to the warehouse where they're all in a room together. Yep. 
and I, the the weight of their specific crimes is not equal and i don't know why they're yeah okay so are. like just to like lay it out real quick you've got mateo who's probably struggling financially mm-hmm. and this is a grift to pay his bills you have valentina who is a sex worker who again needs to it would be great to find work that didn't involve dealing with potentially getting sexually assaulted all the time Mm -hmm. and you've got gabriella who's like she's a drug addict uh, yeah an oxy addict like painkillers and who mateo is her drug dealer yeah and she's just doing what she has to do to they're all all three of these people are basically doing what they have to do to survive given their circumstances and yes they maybe they could have made different decisions but also like life Mm -hmm. Uh, that's why it's a lot less uh palatable now is that like like she's a sex worker so she probably got hired to pretend to to do this be a nurse yeah and then you've got what's her name peterson cecilia cecilia peterson cecilia peterson living in her gigantic bougie ass modernistic brutalistic architecture home yeah it looks like a less cool version of the house from 13 ghosts yeah or 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 that uh invisible man remake both yeah and she's wealthy she's got everything that she needs she's just being a greedy person we also see she has a little cork board with all the people that she's currently scamming. Yeah. Um, and how much money she's going to get from them. And it's like 250000 450000 175000 320000 like. And what kind of terminal illnesses they have. Yeah. And also she's, you find out later she's done this to 34 people that have already died. Yeah. She's the literal worst. She's and like, it's, an awful person. It's her. Yeah. And this is her little team mm-hmm. that she's... I think this is her Mexico City team. Yeah, exactly. That she could give two shits about. Mm-hmm. And they all die first in horrific ways. Yeah. So let's start with Valentina, since that's where we were. I'm mad about it. Scott doesn't like it. I, the, this is my issue at, with this specific thing, is that like... She did the thing. She did the thing. A lot of people did the thing. They did the thing. They all did the thing, and they all died anyway. Mm-hmm. All three of them did the task that was asked. Her task was there's a saw mm-hmm. that's going to yoink back to where, like, she's got her head strapped to a pole and a saw in front of it. Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't complete her task, the saw is going to pull back and slice through and cut off her head. Is that like razor wire saw? Like yeah. the. The gar- the garrote, the yeah. kind of thing. Kind of thing. Like mini, mini barbed wire. Mm-hmm. Um, and her task is to use a one of those garrote saws mm-hmm. to sever her leg from her body mm-hmm. at the mid-thigh, jam a suction syringe into her severed thigh bone femur femur because it has the most marrow and it's the heaviest bone in the body did you know that i didn't know that okay now you do i do know now <laughs> she had to suck the marrow out of the heaviest bone in her body 
to get enough marrow onto this when it sucks through this tube it ends up on this little sieve sieve thing that's catching all of the marrow and it has to get enough marrow on it to drop the sieve thing down so that it stops the trigger from yoinking the saw back through her neck and she has three minutes to do this she doesn't want to do it for like 30 seconds she wastes like 20 maybe 30 seconds and then she fucking does it she, she cuts, cuts off her, her leg she cuts off she, her leg she she tourniquets her thigh poorly but does it and then cuts off her leg and then jams a fucking thingy <laughs> into her thigh bone <laughs> and lets it suck her marrow out and then it basically fill enough that it had, it's, it's had she just, had had she had one more second it would have been there she would have lived but it was the last second and she gets her head chopped off so like her leg is in front of her and then her head gets chopped off and then her torso falls on the ground so she's in three pieces on the ground Mm -hmm. and then like not five minutes later so okay before that we have the reveal that the pig face mask was amanda young she came down from whatever city that they're in at that in america and was like, I'm here to help you, John. She probably went with him, to be yeah. perfectly honest. It's yeah. like, I will stay in Mexico City. Um, while you get better. While you get better. And then I'll travel back with you. Just yeah. in case. Because she loves John Kramer. She does. Amanda loves John Kramer. She does. Um, and we get the reveal that she took down everybody. She brought everybody to the warehouse. She took down everybody. Mm-hmm. Super strong. This is how we know it's before Saw 2. Because her hair is shorter. But this is before she has to do any of those in the house trap yep or the lynn warehouse trap or anything like it's all pre that so she helps with the dr gordon adam thing um but she wasn't around for the the five person jigsaw jigsaw the movie trap yeah so this like she she's helped john but she hasn't done her own thing yet yes um and so she when they're getting everybody like all locked in before valentina's thing she like takes cecilia's cell phone and puts it on a little push cart under in the center of the room puts it in the center of the room and then the phone rings and when the phone rings cecilia they're trying to figure out how to get the cart and they're like we need like a rope or something so Cecilia wastes no time without any hesitation pulls Valentina's headless one leg torso towards her and finds some rusty ass broken metal piece piece of shard nonsense and <laughs> slices open her Valentina's stomach pulls out her intestines and chucks it around chucks them around the room for everybody to catch so that they can loop it around the cart for her to pull it towards her so she can call her uh, call Parker Parker Sears Sears like the department store yeah Sears um and then she gets dog collar shocked by Amanda Mm -hmm. and then we move on to Mateo. Yeah, but so John wants Gabriella to be next, but Amanda's all like, 
Gabriella shouldn't be here. She's just addicted to so, Oxy. So like, we're going to... You don't understand, John. Addiction makes you do things you don't really want to do. So maybe yeah. she just got wrapped up in this accidentally. And John's like, she has to be tested no matter what. Yeah. So she pushes for Mateo to go next. And Mateo's trap is... Insane. Insane. And again, he does it. He does do it. He has to give himself a craniotomy what is it cranial cranial something it, it, yeah it's yes it, craniectomy it's not, it's not a craniectomy because he, he doesn't remove the whole thing they've, they've shaved the part of his head and using he has to reach up blind and without anesthetic he has a video feed but he can't really see it he has to look up oh no it's in front of him mm-hmm. he has to cut a circle out of his skull remove enough brain matter to melt in an enzyme to displace the weight to, to unlock this a key thing to open this box where there's a key that can unlock his neck which has got him held in place and he does it he takes out a big old chunk of his brain and he drops it in there and it was going he doesn't have anesthetic also he there's some grace afforded to mateo because he starts and stops that micro cassette like four times like yeah. <laughs> i'm like some of these people just get the one play and then their timer starts so yeah. like lucky you mateo for you yeah. get you, like john's like no 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 let's wait, wait i want you to make sure you know the rules to this game yeah but it doesn't happen in time and he gets his his he gets toasted his head turns into a brazen bowl it's a little pop tart like it's a slow cooker it's a mask that's a, a metal mask that locks around his head that has with, with heating coils inside yeah it's it's like a mayan mask or an aztec mask yeah it's a i think it's a it's a reference to the the bull right it's a reference to the bull but it's also a reference to they the statue that they keep that the driver keeps showing oh yeah where this was the sacrificial statue of the aztecs i'm gonna guess it's the aztecs if i'm wrong i'm sorry um they're like it, it, the driver is like, oh, this is where they used to cut out people's hearts and roll them down the stairs. Like all and, the tourists want to come see this place. So weird. So right? it's the same. It's the same uh, structure as yeah. that statue, and it's yeah, it's full of heating coils. His head burns up, and, and then he, he dies. Cooked. He gets cooked, and then it's Gabriella's turn. Yeah, but then, but, 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 but Parker shows up first. Yes, Parker starts knocking. He's like, where's my fucking money? Or did money? Parker, Parker showed up before... Mateo? Mateo. They, yes, okay. So Parker shows up and then... He's like, I got scammed too. I came to get my he, money back. He comes in with a gun. He sees a pig face mask. He shoots it. And then Valentina's... Poor Valentina. Valentina's head was in the pig face mask. So this woman chopped off her own leg. Sucked out her marrow, mm-hmm. got her head chopped off, mm-hmm. got her stomach ripped open and her intestines yanked out, mm-hmm. and then her severed head was used as target practice for a dude to shoot. Yeah. Like, done fucking dirty, man. Not cool. God. Not cool. God. Um, and so, like, and he gets sh- knocked out. He gets knocked out by Amanda, then he gets, locked, like, basically handcuffed by john kramer and amanda and they're like oh this we also got you know like scammed so but we we're playing a little game if you want to watch the game with us we're gonna have snacks no guns no guns allowed that's your one rule 
Sears. It's your one rule, Parker. No guns. And he's like, okay. That's the one rule of the game for you. And. Spoiler alert, he fails. <laughs> he fails. Um, and then. So they watch, they watch Mateo get cooked. Mm-hmm. And then it's, and then it's Gabriella's turn. And she's already chained at the wrist and the ankle on opposite feet. And mm-hmm. like right hand, left, left foot. ankle. Yeah. Um, she gets pulled up into the air mm-hmm. and there's a radiator, a radiation machine pointed at her mm-hmm. that's increasing in levels of intensity to basically cook her. Mm-hmm. And all she's given is a very heavy mallet type. Yeah, it's a tool. little hammer to break her hand and foot, I guess. Yeah, break her break her shit at the ankle and the wrists to release her from the restraints that are holding her. Mm-hmm. And she's like 15, 20 feet off the ground, man. So. Yeah, it's and Cecilia's like, oh, no, don't do your hand first. Do your ankle first so you'll swing out of the way. Um, but there's no way. I was like... It doesn't matter when she does her hand, she's going to fall like 20 feet. Yeah. Also, suspension of disbelief. Uh, uh, that She gets pulled up by her wrist. That shit hurts. Yeah. But I was like, you know, she did take like three oxys before this. Yeah. I would have done the wrist first, first so that you'd be on the ground to, to break your ankle. ankle. Yeah. I'm with you. But, you know, whatever. So she breaks her ankle first, swings away mm-hmm. from the radiator, radiation gun. Mm-hmm. And then the radiation gun moves and continues to cook her mm-hmm. until she knocks herself down. So she's like on the ground, broken wrist, broken ankle, mm-hmm. covered in second, third degree burns. She's and, radiated. She's got she's got yeah. a million kinds of cancer now. Yeah. And John's like, she needs medical attention. She can live. Take her to the hospital. But then... Parker pulls a gun, and it turns out, oh, plot twist. He was with Cecilia. He was in on the scam, and he and Cecilia are lovers, and they were going to knock everybody off anyway, so they didn't have to split the money. So thanks for saving him the trouble. And then Cecilia breaks Gabriella's neck by stepping on her, which throws Amanda into a full tizzy. Yeah, Amanda's like, no, she did it. She did it. She did the thing. And then little Carlos shows up. Yeah, so they basically they tell John and Amanda to lock themselves in the trap that Cecilia was locked in. Yep. And another chain on the floor that Amanda had locked herself in. Yep. And then they hear the the soccer ball. Sorry, football. Carlos kicking his little football against the brick wall. Yes. Uh, and... Cecilia's like, I don't think it's enough for you to be just stuck in whatever trap you were going to have for me, Mr. Jigsaw. I think you'll need to see someone innocent die. Yeah. So she brings Carlos inside and then locks him up on the other side of the trap with Jigsaw. And she's like, okay, John, explain the rules to Carlos. And he only knows pull, pull. but now he has learned don't. So he tells he tells Carlos, "Don't pull. Don't pull. No matter what." He all don't he says pull. is, "Don't pull." Yeah. And this is stupid. It the it they're both chained. They get pulled down by 
chains that are chained to their neck, their hands and their feet. And they get pulled to a, a laying position onto this metal grate that gets lifted into the air on like a little seesaw. It's a seesaw. It's a seesaw. Uh, and you ha- there's you have if to you pull, pull your the lever, lever. You get waterboarded, waterboarded by, by blood. It's, it's blood. It's not blood. It's not blood. It's but not. they're saying it's blood, so we're gonna say it's blood. It's, it's oil. It looks it's, like it looks like oil. It's not blood, but it it, it, it doesn't. Even. It would work if it was blood, because that's the texture of blood is closer to water. Yeah. So it would it would work theoretically. It just it looks like oil. So basically, looks like machine oil. John starts getting waterboarded, like because he pulled the lever. Yeah. Uh, so he could save Carlos. And, and then, then Carlos, Carlos is like, like, um, no, you've my dude. you helped fix my bicycle and pulls it and gets waterboarded by blood. And then John's like, no, child, and pulls it back and then just stays that way. While then slowly Sears is losing his nerve watching this. And he's like, uh, so le- uh let's go get the money. Yeah. Because the money's upstairs, supposedly. Yeah. So let's go up to this control room where they had me and get the money. And he leaves. And then Cecilia follows him with her clacky clacky heels. And they go up to the observation room. Um, and I think this is when, who I don't remember who asked it, but it was like, if that, no, it was serious. He was like, if that trap was built for two people, who was that, who was the other person that was supposed to be there? And then she grabs the bag of money, which isn't a bag of money, which starts a 10 minute timer, which then the door to the control room closes and locks them in. <gasps> da na na and then all of a sudden the waterboarding the oil boarding stops mm-hmm. and they amanda and john unlock themselves and unlock carlos mm-hmm. and the recorder's like you want to it's time to play a game you guys have to we're gonna gas this room and you guys have to only one of you can only survive. one of you can, can survive and there's like a little hole that opens up in the wall for you to stick your head out to breathe it's not it's not airtight. It's and I guess it's like sarin gas. I don't know. They get like they immediately start breaking out with like their skin starts skin starts bubbling. They start coughing. I don't know. And basically, they it's just like a, a death match. They have to one person you know kill the other person so that you can breathe. Mm-hmm. And it's, and Cecilia kills Parker. Yeah, kills him. Just beats the shit out of him and then stabs him. And then sticks her head out and it's like, John! John! And then the 10-minute timer thing goes off and the room gets vented. Mm -hmm. And she's okay. And that's the end. And then John, Amanda, and Carlos walk out of this Mexican mansion and it fades to white. Saw 10. Socks. Socks. And then there's a mid-credit scene, which is not a mid-credit scene. I, do, I wish they wouldn't call it a mid-credit scene because it means that the title credits, the heavy-weighted credits, Tobin Bell, Shawnee Smith, whatever, yeah. roll, and then you get credit. I'm like, mid-credits is mid-middle of the credits. This is not middle of the credits. Yeah. Um, where you see Detective Hoffman, who Scott has no idea what he looks like. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, this is that detective. <laughs> Oh, Hoffman. You talked about that. I did. I talked about I Detective Hoffman Detective a lot. Detective Hoffman. Um, yeah. Detective Hoffman. 
the phone call that John Kramer made in Mexico that was like, I need you to look for a friend, um, was telling Detective Hoffman to find Henry and was like, bitch. And Parker. No, Parker, Parker, they couldn't get. Oh, yeah. He said, I, I found the guy, but I can't find. If you want to get Parker, you've got to get him on your own. That's right. And they got him through the cell phone. And they. Oh, yeah. So, yes. Cecilia, when she uses Valentina's it was totally intentional. Was intentional is that the uh, Amanda left that phone for her to get, so yeah. she would call Parker, and then he would show up. Yeah. Um. But Some in the mid credits, what? Some big gambles. Is yeah. Well, no, they they got it all figured out. People are stupid. People are. They knew that he would come. That's a lot of money on the line. It is a lot of money. Um. And oh, oh, also he gives uh, John Kramer gives all of the money that they found to, to Carlos. Carlos. So Carlos is now like a multimillionaire. Yeah, he's got he's got mad money now. Yeah, he's, American dollars. Yes, in Mexico in two thousand one. Yeah, he's great, Carlos. He's like, all right, Carlos, show up at the warehouse, kick your soccer ball football around. Sorry, I'm American. Um, sorry, I'm American. That's that's a genuine statement. Um, and you're gonna have to go have to through. So it's gonna be gross, but, but you're gonna be fine. You you can take care of your family for the for the rest of your life. Um, no, that was definitely Carlos was not part of the plan. I think Carlos was part of the plan. I don't think Carlos. was You think part Amanda of the plan. was supposed to be on the other side I of that? I do. I think that. When Carlos, because John says, and I think it was genuine, he says, this was a. He's not a part of this. It's like, not a part of this. And it was a unforeseen. Unfortunate. Th- unforeseen variable and a, and a truly unfortunate consequence. Mm. An, a truly unintended consequence. Mm. So like, I think John was, the whole plan for them was to have them both locked on that. John and Amanda to be locked on mm. the trap. Um, but then when Carlos showed up, John was like, "Nope." Um. So, Detective Hoffman in America has captured Henry, and John Kramer is like, "You said that they cured your cancer, but where's your scar? I want to play a game." They're going to give him a scar. And they're going to give him a scar. This is a little scratcher. It yeah, looks yeah. like it would be really nice on your back if it wasn't all the way turned up. Like, if yeah. it was just like... It could give you some nice scratches on your nice back. Some nice scratches on your or back. Or it could open up your stomach. Well, it's on his back as well. So, it's like... It's going to open him up. He's going to open him up. I don't know what it... Because Detective Hoffman is not good at making traps that people survive. So... He going to die. He going to die. Henry's going to die. But, yeah. No one said... Game over. So... The game is not over. Game is not. Also, Cecilia is not dead. So yeah. maybe that's why nobody said game over. God, she need to die. She. That's I think the most frustrating thing too. She, to she of all the people involved in this that should have died. Cecilia is one of the worst people that it, that lives in the Saw universe, and that's saying a lot. She does have a will to live. Yeah, but she also killed a lot of people. Yeah. Well, they were going to die anyway. Yeah, but she. She took advantage of people that were dying, and that's... Yep. She's, she's... Like, if John Kramer's code involves, like, people that cheat on their wife deserving to be in his traps, and, like... And be in his traps in real... Like, I think my thing is the... 
the severity of some people's traps in comparison to what her test was. Her trap was not a difficult trap for her. No, it was kill this guy you're going to kill anyway. Yeah. It's not a it wasn't a hard thing for her to do. It's not like Maybe it was just so they could leave. He's John's like, I got something coming for you, bitch. Yeah, maybe. That so, would be great. Like, I will come back for you. Yeah. The game is not over. The game is not over. Yeah. Because if Adam, sweet darling Adam, can be put in the same trap as Dr. Gordon for taking pictures. Yeah. For taking pictures. Yeah. Bruh. Bruh. Cecilia... Maybe that's they couldn't conceive of something horrible enough for Cecilia for this movie. They're like, we'll come back to it. Put a pin yeah. in that shit. Put a pin in that. She needs to die so horribly or yeah. become the best apprentice of all because yeah. that's what John Kramer does. He doesn't let people live. They just become his apprentices. apprentices. All the survivors of Jigsaw traps become his apprentice. Including Adam in yeah. Saw 11. So, I actually thought about this. Okay. If Saw 11 is a sequel to Saw X, mm -hmm. it would be Saw 2. <laughs> <laughs> 9-11. Yeah. So, they're literally just like fully retconning. Saw X is actually Saw 1 reboot. And Saw 11 is Saw 1 2. Saw, saw, saw 2. Saw 1 2. Saw, saw 1 1. Saw 1 1. 1. 1. 1.1 1B. 1 1B. 1 Act 2. Saw 2. Saw 2. Saw again. Saw again. <laughs> More Saw. And Saw 12 is Saw 1 plus 2. <laughs> saw 3. <laughs> so. Uh. This movie was very restrained for how terrible these things were that happened to these people. I mean, says you. I've seen all of them. That's fair. There wasn't anything restrained about what happened to what's her name? Valentina. Valentina. Nothing restrained about that. That was gnarly. That was gnarly. I agree. I don't like i don't like it yeah everything else yes everything else was restrained i would say i don't like it i don't <laughs> like these movies uh but there it is we socked we seesawed we saw we see socked we saw tend we saw tend it sucked <laughs> <laughs> it didn't suck you just didn't enjoy it. Yeah. It was one of the best Saw movies. I'm good without socks. That's I'll, okay. I'll, I'll go barefoot. You don't have to watch. <laughs> De Devin rage quit. <laughs> we have an obligation to people. Listen, man. I'm all ears. Listen. 
there's only a few of these movies on this podcast that you genuinely don't want to watch. Yes. And most of the time, I avoid it where we can. The things I know you don't want to watch, which is why I talked for two hours. So you wouldn't have to watch any of the Saw movies before we talked about this movie. And I appreciate that. You're welcome. I appreciate that. You're welcome. But when the next Saw movie, Saw 9-11... I, I, I know that I have to go. You have to go. I know. When Spiral 2, Spiral Out comes out... Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. the reason I said Carlos's name should have been Guillermo's because Billy the Puppet. Guillermo is the Spanish version of William. And... Oh... Uh... That would have been clever. It's this movie written by white people. The Spanish in this movie was when, terrible. So when the Spanish speakers are speaking to each other in non-captioned sentences. It sounds right. It It is. This is probably improv. Uh, but all of the captioned Spanish sounds like someone wrote it in English and then put it into Google Translate. And then, la biblioteca. and then handed it directly to these actors and said, read exactly what's on the page. Don't ben aquí. And they're like, do you want us to make it sound like it's a... No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Just do it as it's written. Yeah. Also, I'm, yeah, I'm not a big fan that the only people that really died, died were... Though, let's say the people that died horribly were people of color. Yeah. The white guy got stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. Black guy in a terrible trap. Asian Me- guy in a terrible trap. Asian guy in a terrible trap. Even if it was hypothetical, still happened. Mm-hmm. Still visualized it. And then three Latin people. Horrible traps. Horrible traps. White woman walks away. White man gets stabbed in the gut and dies of gas. Yeah. Po- poison gas. Maybe. Probably would have died from bleeding out anyway. Yeah, so, like- exactly. Yeah. But not anything compared to what happened to the people of color. Yeah. Mm. Problematic. It's a problem. But that was socks. That was socks. We watched it. We did. And now you don't have to. Because we talked about it. Unless you want to. I wouldn't recommend it. I. You know what? If you're a connoisseur like me and somehow have to watch. Every Saw movie? Get it. Get it. If you genuinely enjoy the Saw movies, get it. Yeah. I. No shame here. It's not fucking Cannibal Holocaust. It's not I Spit on Your Grave. These are these are movies that okay. are harder to watch. Okay. Okay? Uh, it's not a Serbian film. Like, a lot of... There's a lot of horror movies. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at Scott right now. There's a lot of horror movies that are incredibly difficult to watch fucking serbia (laughs) you little wee fucker okay 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 so here are the loose ends that we have in the saw franchise yes adam is still alive adam is still alive justice for justice for adam (laughs) I think Detective Hoffman is still alive. Yeah. I don't remember if he died or not. I mean, he's not dead for Saw 2.0. Yeah, but that was in the past. Right. Amanda's dead. But the next movie to come out, they'll be alive. 
Because yeah. I think that you were on to something where the final chapter mm-hmm. is the final chapter. Mm. And there any Saw movies that they make moving forward, at least for a while... Are going to be in the past. Won't happen after Saw 7, 8. Unless they are from the book of Saw. Yeah. Like Spiral. Right. Where there's just apprentices out in the world doing their own thing. Right. But the final chapter was like it in terms of the Saw franchise mm. kind of thing. So the, the next Saw movie will probably be a direct sequel to this. Mm. And they might... So it'll be... They might Eight, be able one, to just two, keep... 11... No, 1, 10, 11, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Yeah, seven. and they may be able to just keep slipping. You know, there might be... The one after that could hap- take place between movies 2 and 3. Where's our boy Donnie? What's he doing? Don't know. Something else. Something else. Something else. Not this. Not this. <laughs> Daniel is an unresolved loose end. Daniel Donnie Wahlberg Jr. Mm. from Saw 2. Mm. So an unresolved loose end. Because he survived. But he might not. Maybe apprenticing. Cecilia is a loose end. Cecilia is a loose end. The guy from Jigsaw who said, I'm the next Jigsaw. Loose end. Loose end. I think you could argue that Carlos is a loose end. I think Carlos is financing all future apprentices. Very possible. He's like, no, John Kramer's my boy. Yeah. Gonna keep that man's... Because theoretically, this movie happened in like maybe 2001, maybe 2002. So If we go now, back to 2023, that, that guy's... He's in his he's, late 20s. He's like in his late 20s or our age. Yeah. Yeah. He could have invested in Apple. Ugh. or twitter x he's elon musk oh my god social media sorry anyway (laughs) no more speculation let's final thoughts on socks they're comfy i like wearing little long socks i think (laughs) i think uh we're done with that joke now apparently (laughs) i think that I'm good on the grotesque violence quota for a while. That's what I'm saying. If you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, you've heard many times about my, you know, anthropological theory of media when it comes to tough times are accompanied by silly, goofy moods. Yeah. Good times are accompanied by serious, dark, gritty shit. And when these movies started, times were pretty okay. Yeah. If not pretty great. Yeah. Not great around the world. Um, America was being a a monster. But in the United States, we were doing okay. Uh, So this kind of thing was stomachable. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I mean, it came out in the age of, like, Hostile and... Cabin Fever. Just talk talk about Eli Roth movies. Yeah, just crazy, gross torture porn was, like... Human Centipede. Yeah gnarly shit yeah but now house of a thousand corpses now we're halloween remakes shit's, sorry, I'm sorry shit's already difficult man that's what i'm saying like we're in a bad time people are having a bad time we don't need bad things we need things like talk to me which is about just com- 
communication and being there for each other and how badly we want to be there for each other. Yeah. Um, that's what we... The blackening. I was going to say the blackening where it's like horror but fun. Mm-hmm. Like... Ugh. Things like Ready or Not. That's like kind of funny, kind of tongue-in-cheek. There's violence in Talk to Me... Or not Talk to Me. Ready or Not. Brutal shit happens in Ready or Not. But I'm fine with it. Because like... Well, it's punching up. Yes. It's not punching down. And this is this movie very much punched down. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. Yeah. Especially the more you think about it. Yep. <laughs> so... So I look forward to more silly, goofy shit. Um, the yeah. Next, okay. Now, I've said this, I think, in the past five episodes. <laughs> Timeline's got, all fucked things up. Things got all fucked up. Even this Wednesday, we thought we fixed the timeline. We thought this movie... The, what I had seen when we recorded that episode was that this movie, Socks, was coming out on the 23rd. They changed it to this weekend, which is... Uh, we were recording this a day before it comes out or two we're yes it came out tonight it will come out this episode will come out on the weekend it comes out yeah which is also a lie we just can't stop lying to you and i'm so (laughs) sorry so we did midnight mass already we're not doing hush because it doesn't exist next week yes oculus oculus next week oculus then then Exorcist. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Next week we're w- we're watching the new Exorcist movie. Next week. Next week. And then Oculus. No. no. Next week is Oculus. The week after that. <laughs> yes. The week after that, we're talking about the new Exorcist movie because we want to give everybody, including ourselves, enough time to watch the entirety of Fall of the House of Usher. And then that—that's when we're doing that. And then. Halloween is my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Just kidding. It's just another movie that Scott doesn't want to go see. FNAF. FNAF. You said it. I, 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 you I said did. The thing. I said the thing. <laughs> Which will probably be another two hour episode because I'm going to have to explore some lore with Scott Keel. Yeah. For the for the five nights at Freddy's. It's coming. There's games in that universe. It's coming. You don't even know, man. You don't even fucking know. We tell you about Fazgu and Rev- Remnant and shit. Um, but yeah, we'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you next week for Oculus. For Oculus, not Hush. Not Hush. We already did Midnight Mass. We already did. Midnight We're in Mass. season two. We're in season two. We'll get it together. <laughs> and then coming up in November, we'll hit you back with the Kit Waku and Kit Waku's coming it'll, back. It'll be a lot more straightforward. Yep. Get back to normal. Jesus. After the madness of the Flanagan Files and Halloween. Yeah, so thank you so much for joining us this Saturday. Sorry things have been so confusing. If you've listened this far, God, we appreciate it. Um, Thank you. If you like hearing these new releases and horror and more episodes, I don't know how much more we can do for you, uh, but I will find more new movies. Um, I mean... There, yeah, we there was that sci-fi alien. No one home will invasion. save you. Yeah, there's that one. What's the, this? Is a new trend. This is a new trend in movies to have 
really long titles like uh i what that uh, i the kaufman movie that came out from like two years ago or something. oh I think, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, of ending, ending things. things. Yeah. And everything everywhere all at once. And um, no one will save you or no one gets out alive. Yeah. Um, the woman in the window across the street. <laughs> well, that's that's a spoof. I know, but I'm making there, a joke. There's uh, uh, the girl next door. Like, not the girl next door. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. That's a great movie. No, it's a movie with CM Punk. It's like the girl on the third floor or something like that. And like mm. there, these, the, the past like five years, there's been so many movies that have inexplicably long titles, and I don't know what this new blame the girl with the dragon tattoo. Okay, but that's Swedish. It's... I know. I was, Akid, Akiding. Who who is that? What? I'm kidding. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right. <laughs> so a little punch drunk is late yep. um outro follow us we've lost Devin follow us on Instagram at spooky Saturday let us know your thoughts if you want to see more new releases in horror and more if you want us to get back to the Flanagan files if you have any other ideas about what we should do let us know you could also let us know on Spotify in the Q&A portion uh, below this episode and uh, share this with people and bring bring the good word of now I'm doing conversionism is all opposite of what I said in the Midnight Mass episode. Uh, whatever. Um, Saturday is my favorite day of the week and I hope by now it is at least in your top three days of the week. Um Thank you all so very much for listening. We do so much value your presence. And we thank you that you're wonderful. And you would never be in a jigsaw trap because you're all such good people. Regardless of what infractions you may cause, John Kramer would look at them and be like, no, they're innocent. So stay safe. Stay hydrated. And for God's sake, stay spooky, everybody. We'll see you next Saturday. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>